Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. You know, I guess it's going to be a while before I hear that music and don't think of my buddy, Mike O'Sullivan. I think you guys know from, what, two podcasts back where I dedicated the podcast to Mike. Ah, just hard to believe, you know. But anyway, that's not our topic today. Hi, Mike. I know you're listening from up there. You're probably here. I just can't see you. I've been trying to connect and it hasn't happened yet. But this is a blog of conscious living. It's a story of my life, and I was thinking back on the origins of this. My goodness, guys. So really, 2009 was the year that I credit as the pivotal year when I started to really look at something different, a different way of living. Had nowhere to go. All I had was a whiteboard of A, what didn't work, and B, what I didn't know was living in an RV out by a lake in the eastern side of Dallas, working in healthcare and trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. So that was what we're in. This is being recorded just after Thanksgiving, late November 2021. Really, that whole RV transition began about this time of year. So we are beginning year 13 since that transition And this podcast was started in the spring of 2013, so we are coming up on nine years, you guys. Nine years we've been doing this. So that was where I thought, well, let's go back and look at some of the old material, the stuff that was still putting Humpty Dumpty back together again, and look at it through fresh eyes. And something caught me this morning that I thought, ah, this is so perfect, because I woke up, and you know, that is such a time when you're going to sleep and when you're waking up that your subconscious mind will be speaking to you if you're listening. And something that has always just been there for me, I think, it's always been there, is a fear that was there this morning. And although the fears have really subsided for me since that big epiphany, I talked about this in podcast number 212, released on January 6th, 2020. I think that's a really important one to maybe go back and revisit if you want the context of this, because I really feel that we do bring stuff with us to this life. We don't start a completely blank slate. At least I didn't. But this is something that I think happened before in another in another realm, in another time. And it was basically the fear of dying without a penny in the bank. Well, That was there this morning, so I just sat with it, opened up to it, and I'm going to tell you about a technique that you can use or you can explore, you can inquire into, actually, in just a few minutes. So stay with me on that. There's a really cool programming technique that I'm going to turn you on to and a website that I'm going to turn you on to, but I kind of want to lead up to it here. So a couple of days ago, I was just reminiscing a Bob Proctor video You know, you think about right there, you think about, well, at what point do you stop watching and listening to this stuff? (laughs) The answer is never. We are peeling the proverbial onion that never gets to the core. You never run out of layers. So you always revisit this material because you will see or hear something different every time you come back to it. Why? Not because the material is any different. Because you are different. You have different ears. So it's amazing how that same old material can come back and teach you new things. <laughs> because, And yet it's the same stuff. You listen to the same thing. So here is what 
Proctor talked about in this video. And I, I this just really came clear, especially when you combine it with a couple of other tools that we've talked about quite a bit. So something that Bob Proctor teaches is he'll draw a little stick person. So just draw, you know, in your mind, just draw a little stick figure and then draw kind of a big circle for the head. And he always draws a, draws a horizontal line right through the middle of that, indicating that the top part of that head is representing the subconscious mind, the connection with infinity, our soul, the infinite part of ourself. And the bottom part of that circle represents our conscious brain, our conscious mind that is always analyzing, always making decisions on what it sees and knows, but it can't see around the corner like the top part of that circle can. So we have this subconscious part of our mind that drives our beliefs and actions from inside, and then we have this other part that's equally there, equally active, equally engaged, that is only deriving and drawing conclusions from what it knows and what it can see and sense. What Proctor doesn't talk about is the part below the circle. <laughs> this is where I was like, wow, okay, we have three things going on here, not just two. We have a physical body, and it is an energy center as well. You folks that do Reiki and yoga and, and massage, you practitioners are going, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> right? It's like, that's what we do. We tune the body. But where have you heard any of this stuff around the law of attraction, all this manifesting and attracting and vibration stuff, talk about the body? It was like, it, there's this gaping, missing piece. You know, I think back to Abraham, for example, the Abraham videos talking about vibration, right? And even Fred's books talking about levels of energy. Well, we have to have all three of these in alignment. I mean, think about it. If you have a screwed up subconscious from the past or from a bunch of, as Zig Ziglar would call it, stinking thinking <laughs> that you've done for a long time that has created these neuropathway programs in your subconscious, then, I mean, it doesn't matter how much Reiki or yoga you do. You've got a conflict with the driving forces of you of who you are, your existence. So your body could be all nicely tuned up with some wonderful Reiki and some wonderful massage and yoga, etc. But if you're being run by this program that's all out of joint and not in harmony, it's only a matter of time until that body needs more Reiki. It's only when the three are in complete alignment that we're going to have this force of thrust that is going to move us in the direction that we really want to go. And then I thought about levels of energy. That's the audio book that I narrated for Fred Dodson. Many of you have it. Many of you uh, still need to get it. <laughs> Check it out. Because it is like the foundational book that Fred has written. And people ask, what book should I start with? My gosh, there's 30 of them. Start with levels of energy and then do lives of the soul behind that. But levels of energy takes all of the physical expressions of being a human and puts them on a scale from low to high. And that gives us a context that we can wrap our brain around which vibration we are in at any given time. And let's talk about vibration because that is one of these laws, these physical laws of the universe 
clearly teaches. And, uh, you know, if I've certainly seen it happen over and over and over in my own life. You probably have, too, that the vibration or the energy level that you are vibrating on from one of these three centers draws toward us according to that level on which we are vibrating. So let's just take my own little example. Now, the past week, as I'm recording this again, uh, late November, has been a really difficult week. My fun astrology website went kaputs. It was a hosting problem, so I had to change hosting companies. And I wanted to really upgrade it, and that just, bottom line, took a long time. Meanwhile, I'm trying to finish an audiobook so that I can go see my new granddaughter. I want to be able to leave, and I want to be able to leave here complete and not have to worry about when I get back. So, admittedly, my vibration over this past week has been a little frantic. But I know that having done this work now for the 13 years and the nine years that we've been talking together here and doing these audiobooks, and the audiobook is a really, uh, narrating the books is a real zen place for me to be. So I knew that at least I would say the subconscious part, at least the subconscious part that drives this phase of what I was doing was in pretty good shape while my body was tired and frazzled, so a little bit of stress and tension, and my thoughts, certainly the conscious mind, the part below Bob Proctor's horizontal line, was, I'm going to say, wigged out. I mean, I took a big collective sigh of relief after that website got fixed and everything finally returned to working, but it takes a few days to unwind from that stuff. I mean, we are human, right? <laughs> so... I was in that stage of kind of settling back into the old me before all this stuff hit, right? Before the stuff hit the fan. So then I wake up and there's this fear from the subconscious. I didn't originate that in thought. My body didn't originate that. And yet here is something that is more powerful than the other two that would, left unchecked, ride me right into a ditch. It is the strongest denominator of the three. Why? Because it is on all the time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can go to the gym and you can build your body up big and strong, but you can't overpower the subconscious mind. You can do six hours of Reiki a day, but as soon as you go to sleep, the subconscious takes over. You can do affirmations every minute of every waking hour. And then still, you get the idea. You go to sleep. I mean, the old program will resurrect. Or you could be doing affirmations and then see or read something, heaven forbid, that just triggers one of those subconscious programs. You don't even have to think about it. That's why the subconscious is so incredibly powerful. So here's my own story of being out of complete alignment. My three energy centers had gotten tipped out of balance in this week past of having to fix this problem. And me being me, when something like that happens, I just dig in my heels and go deep and kind of isolate and get it done. You know, the old, what's the guy? Get her done. Get back, Jack. (laughs) So, So, you see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like driving down the road with a car and one of the wheels is starting to go flat. Boom, 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 boom. Starts to wobble on that side, starts to pull. So here I was kind of in the Zen place doing the audiobooks, 
but this other part of me was whacked out of alignment. Or see, you could have, for example, your body could be relaxed, but then one of these subconscious thoughts fires off out of nowhere, and then you're, again, think of the stick figure and the horizontal line and the big head, that area below the line starts arguing with that subconscious thought. So then you have conflict. And then what happens? Your body tenses up because of that conflict. Now you're scared, you're confused, you're arguing, and you're indecisive. Or, you know, another scenario that comes to mind. Let's say you get an intuitive prompt that starts moving you in the direction of your soul. You know that's where your infinite soul wants to go. But again, the conscious mind argues with it. And then your body supports your mind because it's in the physical realm. And you make the conscious decision, your body and your mind, nope, let's walk away the other way. Let's go the other direction. At that point, it's two against one. Subconscious, infinite connection, loses. Take the back seat. We're going a different way. Or let's throw it another direction. You say you get a a prompt to go into meditation and put your body in a relaxed state, even an alpha state where you're easily programmable, you're easily subjective to programming. But this actually works out to your benefit because now you've put your body in a relaxed state, your subconscious is in a relaxed state, so it's easier for that conscious mind just to fall into that beautiful environment that you've created. You see, it can just kind of, ah, you guys have got this. Thank you. I need a break. So you see why it's so important to keep all three channels open and pure all the time? So then I was thinking, well, what distracts us from that harmony? Now, this is where I think things get really individual. So I'm not going to throw down a list. You have to find your own. What works for you to get you out of balance? And then what works for you to restore that equilibrium? Now, I will say this. I do think that as we continue to peel the onion, that there are things that are locked in the vault of our subconscious mind that at just the right time, so in other words, there's a window of opportunity. When the time is right, or I say the word ripe, that these things in our subconscious want to come out and want to invite to be dealt with. That's what this feeling was. It was a, I'm still here, but it's time to deal with me (laughs) kind of a thing. Not a disruptive thought. It's a heal me thought. If the subconscious could talk, it would be saying, you're ready and I'm ready. Let's do the work. Now, earlier, I promised you a resource. So those of you in our Facebook group, the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast listeners know of Lynn Schaefer. She comments in there quite a bit and always has a little funny meme or glyph or graph or whatever they call those things to put in there to get a little smile out of even the most strenuous day. We really appreciate her little sense of humor and comments and encouragement. Well, she has a website called thebeautifulmindcoach.com. Okay, the beautiful mind coach altogether.com. Or you could simply jump in the Facebook group and get a hold of her there. Plenty of ways. She's very accessible and she has studied and is certified in a technique that is absolutely phenomenal at digging up old subconscious programs. 
You know, think of the old analogy of a record. Some of us remember what records are. <laughs> Vinyls had a, revol- a revival, so I think most everybody knows now. But if that needle is playing in one of those grooves, we have to identify the groove, and then we have to scratch the record so that it can't play that anymore. And that's exactly what her process does. It identifies which groove is there, or you just do what I did. And I I got a hold of her before I recorded this, and I said, hey, is it okay? Can we book a session? Because I've got this groove that came up, so we don't have to go looking for it. It showed itself. Well, she can do both. So not only are there techniques to scratch the record, but she's working with some new rapid eye movement stuff that is, she says, it's like, it's phenomenal. I'm going to do a session to clear this, and we can report back on that. But it is really an amazing resource. So if you would like to identify and scratch your record, it's not a one-and-done thing generally, but she can explain the process. The website has more information. It has contact information. So you can get a hold of her and explore that together. But we're talking here about how do we get our legs knocked out from under us. See, and there are things that we do that get us knocked off center in one of those three areas. I listed a couple that come from my own perspective. You have to get yours. And this is not a one-fits-all list. But for many of us, life itself will knock us off our game. Like what happened to me with the, with the website issue. Or our environment. We might be in a toxic environment. Or an environment that once was good and now has gone toxic. Got a friend who's going through a divorce. They had a good marriage. Now it's not a good marriage. Now it's a toxic environment. For some, it might be noise. For some, it might be silence. But substances was another one that I did put down on the list. And substances can be whatever that is for you. But I think that substances is something that's becoming more clear for me that do have an influence. Now, some people would say, wait a minute, substances help me get back on track. And I honor that too. Like I said, this is not a one-fits-all list. You have to identify, and I would have your list and your awareness of, if this happens, I know that one of those three areas, above the horizontal line, below the horizontal line, or the stick figure, my subconscious, my conscious, or my body is going to get knocked out. I was talking to my son the other day. I'm looking forward to going and visiting them, and they have been having many sleepless nights with a new baby. Their body is temporarily having to deal with that situation. Won't be there forever, but right now, they are knocked out of balance in their body, which, of course, has created the fatigue in the mind below the line. So two lists, what gets you off balance, and then the other list, obviously, is what gets you back on track. Again, for me, has turned in this phase of my life, quietness, simplicity. You know I love hiking. See, my mind doesn't do as well not being active, and I see this clearly through the astrology work that I do. My mind needs that stimulation. It needs that stimulus. But on a hiking excursion, I can just go right to Zen in 10 steps. So another takeaway besides getting a hold of Lynn is do a wellness check. Are you able even to tune in, or is it so busy right now that you can't? Do you stop long enough to think about it or to try? Or do you hide from it and numb it up like so many people do? 
See, this is the balance. This is the art of living consciously. And that takes me right to a little tease about what we will talk about next. And that is that our world, I think, is shifting. I saw something today as I was sitting in my quiet time that I'll tell you in the next podcast that I think things are shifting in this very process of this conscious awareness and attunement is going to determine our collective future. In other words, we have to shift spiritually or we are headed for a pretty bad place. But we can turn it around, but it's going to take people waking up consciously. And that's what seems to be getting further and further away. But we'll talk about that next. And you and I wouldn't be here if we weren't living a conscious life. So think of those three areas. Draw your little stick person. Put your physical body as the the little thing. So put a little skirt with it if you're a girl, if you're making a girl stick figure, not make a boy stick figure. (laughs) Draw a little bit oversized head. Put a horizontal line right through it. Above the line, below the line, and the body itself all have to be in harmony. The vibration that the collective three of those puts out into the universe is what you get back every day. Remember, what you are going through right now is the mirror of the last three to six to nine to 12 months of the alignment of those three areas. So if they're not in alignment, why not start today? because you're laying the foundation for the next three to six to nine to 12 months. And be sure that along the way, you enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks so much for listening. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.